Hello everyone and welcome back to another chapter episode. Last chapter, uh, basically, Peril got the spell taken off her that was in her necklace. And she was like, oh my god, what have I been doing this whole time? Like, I've been horrible. And then she was gonna kill Queen Scarlet and then Queen Ruby was like, wait, no, like, I don't want you to do that. I'm gonna challenge her. So she challenged Queen Scarlet and they started fighting and Queen Ruby was losing. And then Peril had like this big like internal monologue where she was like wait like they could probably put a spell on ruby like they would have totally done that so that she couldn't challenge the queen like they did with tourmaline and so then she was like okay let's find the spell where let's break the spell where queen ruby is so she crushed her earring and it turns out queen ruby is actually tourmaline which is just completely when i first read it it was not what i was expecting i was like oh okay that's really random um but yeah so let's see what happens and let's see if she can defeat if ruby can defeat queen scarlet let's get started chapter 18 wings of fire escaping peril a new flash of greenish lightning illuminated the horrible crooked grin on the old queen's face there is no ruby, Scarlet said with malicious delight. I made her up. It turns out, when you're the queen, no one questions which dragons you claim as daughters. I invented ruby, completely, exactly the way I wanted her. After all, I've always been disappointed in the daughters I actually had. If she was hoping for a more devastating, devastated reaction, she must have been disappointed. Charmaine only narrowed her eyes at her mother and lifted her chin, with an expression that looked it looked exactly like one of Queen Ruby's. Your Majesty, Peril said to Ruby slash Tourmaline, my advice is to finish killing Scarlet and then figure this out. I have someone who can answer all your questions when you're done. Tourmaline set her jaw. Good idea. She launched herself at Scarlet with startling speed, suddenly full of all the ferocity and danger that Peril had never expected before. With two quick slashes, she ripped into one of Scarlet's wings, and then sank her claws into Scarlet's shoulders and her teeth into Scarlet's neck. Another heavy roll of thunder rumbled over their streets. Peril backed away from the fighting, cautious, cautiously working her way to the cliff, to the boulder where Cliff was waiting. Below the thunder and dragon's roars, she caught some of the conversations running through the crowd. But who is that? Where did Ruby go? Did Peril do something to her? Doesn't matter, she's winning now, isn't she? I remember, Termaline. I thought the queen had killed her a long time ago. How does a dragon just change like that? Who did that magic? We didn't have any animus dragons in the Skywing tribe. Wait, I liked Ruby. Can we get Ruby back? Peril climbed back up onto the boulder where, and found dismayed faces on both Chameleon and Cliff. I wish you hadn't done that, Chameleon said, so publicly, too. It's going to raise a lot of questions, and I'm afraid it'll be really awkward for me around here if you start pointing talons. Oh, I'm sorry, Peril said. You're right. I should have let Ruby die, so you wouldn't have to feel awkward. Where's Mommy? Cliff asked, reaching out his little talons. You said you're not a bad guy. Who said that? Where'd you put her? He started to cry. I want Mommy back. Now Peril really did feel sorry. She wished desperately that she could hug him, or at least take one of his tongues in hers the way Clay did when he was comforting someone. 
It's all right, little prince, she said, crouching to look him in the eye. She has to look like that to win this fight, but she's still your mother. She's just bigger and tougher and a different color, that's all. She still loves you the same. Well, she might not, said Chameleon. This was a whole other personality I built for her, with a lot of false memories in it. She may feel differently about everyone now, even him. Cliff buried his face in his talons and started to sob. Stupendously helpful, Peril said to her father. For our next trick, let's burn out all your teeth, one by one. He took a nervous step away from her. I only mean that I don't know what will, help, what will happen. Ruby wasn't supposed to be able to challenge her mother at all, and certainly never win. But she's been wearing that personality for over seven years now. Maybe over that much time, it becomes real, real enough like a real dragon would. So she became strong enough to make the challenge. You were strong, you were strong like that already. I couldn't believe how quickly you overcame the loyalty of Queen Scarlet. Peril snorted in disgust. You specifically put loyalty to her in my spell? Of course, he said. That was my assignment before I ever knew you were my daughter. Remove our scales. Add Queen Scarlet's royalty, subtract all memories of clay. I'd say you're the worst dragon I've ever met, Pearl said, but Scarlet still has you beat. Another wild scream came from the combatants, drawing Pearl's attention back to the fight. Scarlet was trying to sink her claws into Termine's eyes, but Termine was holding her off with a brute strength, pummeling her underbelly with razor-shot back talons. Scarlet's scales were more red than orange now, covered in blood from her shredded wings, shredded wings, shoulder, and neck. The rain slammed down on their backs, and the clouds seemed to be leading in closer, as though they wanted to watch the fight as well. Suddenly, Scarlet slipped on the wet rocks and went crashing, in, crashing down on her back. Trimley immediately leaped on her on top of her, digging in her talons. "You shouldn't have come back, Mother," she said. Trimley glanced up at the waiting crowd and shouted, "For the Skywings!" And then, with a ferocious crack, she snapped Queen Scarlet's neck. For a long moment, the only sound was the rain falling, pattering on rocks and scales and wings. Then someone shouted, Long live Queen Ruby! Queen Ruby! Queen Ruby! The crowd roared in response. I gather that the most of these dragons missed the message about who she really is, Chameleon said dryly. Shows how smart you are, Pearl said. She really is Ruby to them. And if she has all her memories, isn't she really Ruby? What else makes a dragon who she is? Moral fiber, a voice suggested behind her, a coherent physiology, physiol philosophy of life. Peril whirled around. Turtle, she cried with delight. The sea being edged out from behind one of the boulders, nervously eyeing the raucous celebrating skywings. He looked extremely wet and somewhat, somewhat bedraggled. I uh, came to rescue you, he said. Well, to find out what was going on anyways. I heard there was a spell or something. Then I got here and it was very stormy and I couldn't find you. And suddenly there were eight million Skywings pouring out of the mountain and a big fight going on. And I thought, maybe better to stay out of the way until it's over, right? Yes, smart thinking. If Scarlet had won, it might have gotten a little dangerous around here, Peril said. But don't worry, I rescued myself. No more spells on me. She gave Chameleon a sharp glance, and he nodded frantically. Plus, also, I kind of saved the day. It was epic, and you missed it. Uh-uh, Cliff said, suddenly looking up. His face was still streaked with tears, but indignation had broken through his distress. Cliff did it! I saved the day! Well, a little bit, Peril mended, but it was 85% me. It was 90-65-90-person me, Cliff objected. 
I have little brothers, Turtle said to Peril. Trust me, you're not going to win this argument. She couldn't believe Turtle was here. That had, that was something only a friend would do, wasn't it? Come to rescue her from a spell deep inside another tribe's kingdom, risking, risking the wrath of a dangerous queen? Maybe you do like me after all, she said to Turtle. You're a loon, he said. Of course I do, even when you're scary, which let me, which let's be fair is most of the time. But if, what if I'm the talons of power and fire, Pearl said. Pearl asked, shouldn't you beware me instead of being friends with me? I can't, I can beware you and like you at the same time, he joked. Besides, I have a choice. I think I'd rather be on the side with any talons of power and fire, frankly. Cliff! Cliff! Termaline came bounding over the crowd, barreling through sky wings with her wings spread. She landed on the boulder and swept Cliff up into her arms. Did you see that? Mommy won! He wriggled anxiously, trying to see her face. But where is Mommy? he pleaded. You don't look like Mommy. I want her! Termaline winced, set him down gently, and looked over at Pearl. Scarlet's blood had almost turned her scales back to red, but the rain spilling over her wings and back, revealing Termaline's unfamiliar orange again. Do you know how this happened? she asked Pearl. Do you know who can fix it? Fix it? Pearl asked. She skewered Chameleon with her glaze as he started to sidle off. Yes, change me back to Ruby, said the new queen. Behind her, Chameleon shook his head furiously and clasped his front talons together like he was begging Pearl to keep quiet. Pearl blinked away raindrops. You, you want to be Ruby again? I am Ruby, Termaline answered. I remember everything about being her. All I need is to look like her again. But don't you actually want to be yourself? Pearl asked. The real, true, actual Termaline? Termaline put one wing around Cliff and shook her head. I will be myself. Ruby is a Skywing Queen and Cliff's mother. Now that I know the truth about my sister, about me, I can be even better at both of those things. If I show her what Chameleon can do, I'll be giving another queen his power. He could fly away right now with no one the wiser about his scrolls or his shape-shifting, but if I let him do that, no one will know what he's doing with it. He could end up working for another terrible queen. As it, I guess it comes down to who I trust more, my new queen, who always hated me, or my father, who betrayed me as soon as he met me. She thought about Clay and loyalty and everything he'd ever said about the family you make and the dragons you should trust and how to make the world safer for everyone. Peril sprang across the boulder and cornered Chameleon just before he could take off. This is the dragon you need, your majesty. The queen took them to a quiet library of the quiet library room of the palace, lined with scroll jars, desks, and wooden sculptures of trees that made Peril very nervous. But it was private enough that they wouldn't be interrupted. She kept her wings and tail tucked in close to her and ignored her father when he noticed and gave her a significant, I can still help you with that look. Show the queen, Peril said to him. Do I have to? he asked. Yes, Tur said Termaline. Let's ask my talons, Peril said, lifting them up and nodding thoughtfully at them. Oh, guess what? They say yes, too. Cliff giggled. He and Turtle were the only two, other two allowed in the room, and both watched curiously as Chameleon undid his metal sheath again. This time, he did not reach for the pouch of shapes, and Peril decided not to point that out. She could leave him one secret, since he loved them so much. But he did bring out the scroll and undid the leather binding with an aggravated sigh. Carefully, he unrolled the blank end of it along the floor. 
This is what I use, he said. It's animus touched. Tourmaline lifted her Tourmaline lifted her tilted her head at it. Where did it come from? I found it, he said evasively. All I have to do is write an enchantment in here, tear it off, and give it to you and something to wear, in whatever way you want. Then as long as you're wearing it, you'll be whatever the enchantment says you are. Chameleon straightened his shoulders and gave Tourmaline a slight side result. In fact, I can make you anything, he offered, for the right price. I can make you invincible. I can make you as strong as ten dragons. I might even be able to make you a mind reader. Imagine the possibilities. What have you always dreamed of being? Don't trust him, Peril interjected. Queen, said Tourmaline, both as Tourmaline and as Ruby. That's what That was what I always wanted to become. And I did, without any strange magic, to tap the scroll. I wanted to say... Turn this dragon back into Ruby, Queen of the Skywings, with all her memories intact. That's it, Chameleon said irritably. No superpowers? That's it, Tourmaline said. I want to watch you write it. Do it now. She leaned over his shoulder, staring narrowly at the page as he dipped his claws in a small ink pot and wrote in scratching, scratchy, crooked handwriting. As soon as he was finished, she blew on the paper, tore out the rampart, and passed it to the Queen. Check this for me, Chameleon said, holding it out for Peril and Turtle to examine. You saw me write it, Chameleon protested. When could I have snuck in an extra instruction? Turtle took the paper and studied it on both sides, bringing it close to his eyes. It was exactly what Chameleon had asked for. I think it's the best possible solution, he said, handing it back to Chameleon. Peril nodded. If this was what the Queen really wanted, she wasn't going to argue. She could understand it. But as for herself, she was staying Peril exactly the way she was, fire scales and all. No more magic shortcuts to becoming a better dragon, for clay or for any other reason. In the end, it didn't matter what other dragons thought of her. What mattered was learning to accept the dragon she was, and then making herself the dragon she wanted to be, the long, hard, real way.